Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Homecoming Season 1, Episode 10. It is the season finale and it is called Stop. In hindsight, the first one should be called Play. Or Start, maybe. Yeah, just Start. And then this yeah. one should be called Stop, just to bookend it. You, you missed a beat there, Esmail. You missed a beat. For shame. But yes, um, and we did actually get a return of the old aspect ratio. We had the opposite moment. Uh, where it became that aspect ratio. We had it close in in one of the flashbacks. It was clever. And it, that only works because we got that realisation of what the, the, the ratio was for. Yeah. And, and that, it, it pays off really nicely with that. Oh, yeah. If, if we hadn't had that ratio all season and the flash-forward stuff and it just did it randomly here at the end, it'd be like, what the hell is it doing? <laughs> no, even if, you know, how for, like, most of the season we just assumed that the ratio was just the the, the time zone or the time period rather sure, yeah, than yeah. rather than specifically being a story beat um and then yeah that wouldn't have worked as well i don't think but having it be you know a, a plot point and then okay no here, here's exactly mm. why it's happening just pays off nicely yeah it, it tells us that's the moment where she really forgets it she really yeah. forgets everything there in that in that moment um and craig rats are out of course as we saw happening and Colin's beside himself. Chaos is happening. He's not happy. And I think the biggest twist here, of course, because there's not like a huge twist of what was really going on. That never actually happens. It's no. This is the maybe the most straightforward episode. Yeah, uh, to a point. Yeah. Um. The the only real twist we get is that there is no actual violent incident. That was that was almost a cover story to try and like get Colin out of trouble. Just oh, it's, bad things happened. Someone acted violently and she was fired. And that's yeah. not really what happened at all. Craig, we see Craig making the documents. She actually does a kind of a noble thing in the end. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a weird way to go about doing a noble thing, but she she makes Walter sick so that he can't go back on duty. He can't yeah. go on tour again. Um, and then she, she quits. And she's taking the drug herself, of course, and the food. And we see more of that conversation, them talking about driving and settling down in a town, maybe getting a cabin by the woods, which all comes out of play in the final like, five, ten minutes of the show, which we'll talk about. But... Uh, yeah, there was no like big shady. Here's the big twist that was going to change the, the, the what everything was about the whole time. That was never going to happen. And we were constantly talking about is there more to this uh, as we get closer to the end, and there, there wasn't. And I'm not disappointed by that though. Like I, I feel like no, I think I think it was the the very opening scene of this episode was where we where we left off last time with Colin, you know, mm. in the, the giving the presentation about it, and you know, you had all these generals and stuff coming up to him being like hey i kind of wish this was a thing when I, you know when i could have used it yeah and uh that, that kind of that was enough to make the point and and be worth what it's saying and we do hear from Colin when he's trying to like fight for his job later he mentions that he repurposed the drug for management mm. that, that was the line he had in the scene when he was arguing with his former receptionist who's now his boss um do you know what I love about that scene? I, what I love about that scene is he thinks he's meeting his buddy Dan, who also works there, and he finds out slowly that Dan's been fired. And then he's sitting there and he's, he's talking with his reception. He, keep, he keeps saying, why are you asking all these questions? Go get me a coffee. You know, he's, he's being like a dick, as, as he is. Yeah. And there's this slow realisation, it's specifically the moment where she mentions that she was at the Geist farm. You know, the, the, the owner of the company, the CEO, the big shot. Yeah. She was at his house, which is a farm. And he starts backtracking. You know, I'm really happy for you. Uh, you, you. You got this new job. You know, I support you 100. percent Let's work this out. <laughs> yeah. One one of my favorite moments of this scene was one of the first interactions. Is when she asks him how how the funeral was. Yeah. And he's like, "What?" 
And he's like, oh, yeah, cover story. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love her demeanor change, and I love the kind of evil music that's playing through this scene. Yeah. Uh, as he's realizing, and she's being kind of evil about it, and it makes me go back to like that that phone call from because we don't even get to see Carrasco this episode, but the phone call from his superior last episode, um, it seems to be just like a heads up, and now Geist are just cleaning house. It's like no, these two idiots were responsible for this. We're going to use them as scapegoats, get rid of them, and that's how they're, they're settling it. You know, get yeah. Geist as a company aren't going to have much of a fallout from this, from the from the sounds of it. Hmm. You know, just calling under the bus. I mean. It's kind of how it goes. Colin's there suggesting it himself. It's like, yeah, yeah, that that guy'll do. Well, Should that's be. why you don't feel bad for him. A, you don't feel bad for him because he has a dick. Two, you don't feel bad for him because you've seen how he's tried to manipulate everything else. We've seen him try to do this to Heidi, essentially. It's impossible because it's essentially what goes around comes around. That is, that is what his ending is. Yeah. So, yeah, they're satisfying in that sense. Um, but Heidi goes to Walter's mum. And she wants to tell him everything and tell her everything about, you know, what what happened, why she did it, her her part of it. And she's like, no, I don't want to forgive you. And she's like, oh, I don't want you to. Um, I don't want forgiveness. I, I don't deserve Convenient, it. Convenient, isn't it? Yeah. And she basically tells it to stay away from Walter. But she gets the idea. Heidi gets the idea of where he is. And she remembers the map. She goes and gets it out of her belongings because Walter gave it to her, thinking that he was going on yeah. tour again and she can keep it until he gets back. And she just starts searching uh, through all the towns on the, on that area of the map, she starts searching through all those towns until she finds a place that has you know the hardware store, the cafe that you mentioned, the place that you knew he was looking for. And she looks around for a while. There's this montage, it's this overhead montage of the car driving, and it's going from split screen to split screen. And the car's like going through the split screen, yeah, very stylized. Very nice. Yeah. And she eventually settles on this little town. But we just cut to Walter at one point. We don't we don't stay with her until she finds something. We just like she's frustrated, and we cut away to Walter, who's working on his porch, his has this decking that he's got inside, yes. outside of his new house, this little cabin he's got, and he he doesn't have a long enough power cable, so he he drives into town, he goes to the hardware store, and he buys a big extension, and he goes for goes for some coffee, and it's when he goes into the little diner, he just turns around, and she's staring at him. She's just sat there. Just sat there. And he's like, are you okay? You're just kind of staring at me. Seemingly not remembering her. And they get to talking. And she, she's talking about, you know, why she's passing through, how she's looking for someone. She was meant to meet someone, but, uh, you know, what wasn't exactly what she thought it was going to be or whatever. Uh, and he kind of goes along with the conversation and talks about his decking. and Because um, she, she obviously guesses correctly, oh, you've got a cabin, you know, but by yeah, the lake. Yeah. By, you know. yeah, exactly. She gets it all. And it's it's, you know, it's it's a sweet little scene, and I think the the, the key thing here is Heidi does not make the choice to tr- you know try and tell him who she is and what their history is. She makes the 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 selfless choice one could argue not to interfere and like interrupt his happiness because he seems yeah. to have found peace. Definitely, I think it's open to interpretation as to whether he has an inkling. Anyway, oh the yeah, end. the final moment implies that he maybe does remember. It does, yeah. But it's it's just subtle enough, like vague enough that maybe not, right? Yeah. So like, if you want to believe, because obviously the final moment is, is he, you know, he says, "Oh, I have to get back to the house and you know get this finished today." I, I keep, you know, everyone's making fun of me because I keep saying, "Oh, just one day left," and it keeps not getting finished. So yeah. he he gets up and he leaves, and the, the the song from the radio starts to bleed in, and she looks down at her, her cutlery, and the fork has been tilted. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the you know the, the knife and the spoon are completely aligned, but the fork is tilted, and this goes back to him, you know, moving her pen on mm. the table, 
and she looks up and that's when the episode ends and it's just this kind of like if you want to believe that she ran out to that cabin afterwards into his arms and they lived happily ever after if you want to believe that believe that <laughs> if you want to believe that it was just an instinct thing that he did yeah. right he just he just does that is, is it just a, a, a an example of he doesn't remember anything but he just just does this out of like instinct as you say but almost muscle memory of just like yeah that's what he, I was just about to suggest. He, he would just do this uh, on instinct and that's like a sign that he's still him he's still really him it's just she doesn't want to ruin that by bringing all this up because because that would mean having to remember the the clinic having to remember when things went bad uh, and everything else and she doesn't want to do that to him but no. if you want to believe that you know that he does just remember and they live happily ever after after this you can i think it's more point to believe that she makes the choice not to be selfish and i think i think it works either way though because she still makes the choice not to be selfish true, and not to ruin it and he remembers anyway that still works doesn't yeah. undercut it i mean I, I don't really have a stake on either side uh, I, I just I, I like that it's open and you can kind of just choo- choose whichever right I mean I like to be optimistic so yeah part, part of me does want to believe in the, the happy fairy tale ending where she runs out after and but yeah. what I love about it is that I love that it set up these these various elements right it set up the where he wanted to go that's how she finds him it set up the cutlery or the, the pen thing the, her, her OCD and it set up that he likes to play these jokes on her so all of this is set up that so when she looks down and sees that fork is just tilted it's like Oh, we get what that means immediately, or we get what yeah. that's maybe implying immediately. Does you know? It, visually, it just works in a second, yeah. and it's one of my favorite things about storytelling and building your story is when you get to like Act Three of your story, which you know, let's just say this is one big story, right? Which it is. This is Act Three. You should be able to convey information because you've set something up in the first two acts, and I feel like to me this was such a great example of this. Of this ending means something to us because we've watched the show. If you showed this episode to someone who's not watched the previous episodes, why you would I don't know, but if you did, this final shot would mean nothing to them. Oh, absolutely, and it's why uh, you know this whole concept where you're you're talking about here is why for the most part I prefer TV as a medium over over film. Because you just have a bit more time to establish those things. It, obviously, there are examples of film doing this masterfully as well. Yeah, what's, what's funny about this, though, is I actually compare this more to a movie, this one. No, but I just mean on the runtime. This is, you know, five, maybe five and a bit hours. Oh, sure. I just I just mean that the story of this, the way it's executed, the way it's structured, it feels more like a movie to me. This, this feels like the final shot of a movie, the way no, it no, plays. I, I agree in terms of all the structure. I'm yeah. talking purely on runtime. Uh, purely on runtime, we have had more time to do to set this up and do this multiple times over oh, sure. over the season. Um, you, I mean, you do it a couple of times in the movie. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think undeniably it happened more often it, because this was a, a TV show. Of, yeah, of I mean, tenets. arguably it doesn't even need, need to be repeated. You you can do it once if you do if you set you it up yeah. once properly well enough. It'll still land at the end. If, it if is, something but like it this being happens. such a running thing that he did, and it was such a key part of their relationship, uh, really, you know, makes it work just that bit more. Yeah, no, it was a touching moment, and I think what, what not surprised me necessarily, but the, the focus of this episode uh, did end up being the the heart and the characters. It, it, you know, it wasn't the plot necessarily. The, the plot a, was mostly dealt with. Yeah, it was a very low key episode. Yeah. It was more about the ramifications and how she's going to deal with this now after the fact. Because um, I, I think it goes back to what, what what his mother said to her, is that are you are you want to help him for him? 
or you want to help find him for you? Is that why you want to find him and talk to him? Is that mm. about helping him or is it just about making you feel better? And I think her making that choice to be selfless and not actually tell him everything. Because um, she's, she's got kind of what she needed, right? She, she sees that he's doing fine. She sees that he's happy. And that that's... Uh, argu- I mean, arguably, she still gets that, that out of it. So maybe it's not as selfless in a way. But once she had that, it was like, well, is there anything to this? Like, is telling him and bringing all this up and maybe triggering the memories... Is that going to do anything other than maybe ruin what he's built here? Mm. So she she makes the choice not to, um, because 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 even the the act of going to find him after the conversation with the mother uh, was kind of like well this is not necessarily completely an innocent act where you know the mother's pointed out this might just be for your own good and you're going to go for so it wasn't like I, I was rooting for her to find him in the sense of like when I'm rooting for two lovebirds to get together at the end of a movie and I'm like no I hope she finds him. It didn't have that feeling to it because it no, felt kind of selfish. And that's the thing. We know from Heidi that even when she has the best of intentions, mm. she can really just screw things up. Yeah. So here's to her not screwing things up at the end. Yeah. Takes a change. It's she finally learned. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a bit of growth. Um, and maybe that self-awareness is also part of the, 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 the yeah. story here as well. I will say uh, on this episode, this might be one of my least favorite episodes in that I really like all the character stuff. I really like all this, this final interaction, but I was missing the thriller elements of the show. Yeah, it wasn't a tense episode like some of the, the recent ones. Like, have been. Like, it, it, it kind of, it was all gone. There was nothing tense. There was no, none of, no hints of that at all. Yeah. Um, I think this goes back to like going back to episode one and saying, oh, oh, we need like at least episode two to like get a good feeling of what the show is. And I yeah. think it's the same thing in the opposite end where, honestly, this is one where I almost would recommend almost completely to just binge it and watch it as one thing because it it functions even though it has those good endings for the episodes, it functions less as you know individual parts that you watch and get a full thing out of as opposed to just one and that's maybe where the length of the you know the 30 minute episodes help is that binging this in a day is actually not that hard this is actually a pretty it's pretty feasible yeah. it's a pretty feasible yeah binge to do in a day um there's, there's been many a half hour show on netflix or whatever that i've binged in one day just because it's easy you put, i don't even like some of the things i've binged on netflix and Rico kimmy schmidt goes on the theme tune's good and that's about it but it just it's kept auto playing and then but before i know it season one's done and I'm like, okay, I guess I watched all of season one. That's how it happens. Yeah, I turned auto play off though uh, sometime last year, and my life's been completely different since. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get forced into anything that I don't want to. It's great. <laughs> I just like the implication here that Netflix was holding you at gunpoint. You're going to watch this. You haven't got the willpower to press stop. You haven't got the willpower to get up and reach for the remote. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Netflix! You call my bluff. <laughs> but yeah so yeah it is one where and this this could be a critique if you want it to be and it's, it's a fair one um but alt- it's, a, it's a critique maybe in format but it's not a critique in the actual Story. enjoyment of the yeah. the whole thing right it's one of those weird things where i i, I hate ragging on a netflix show or an amazon show in this case for for something like that when well, yeah, but did you actually get the the experience out of it? You want, and I would say with this one, I did. Like, you know, if you look at the whole thing together, and you think of the ups and downs, the tense moments, the filler making here, the the the, the acting there, the the, the 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 kind of the sweet ending that we got, which actually kind of played to how much we cared about these two characters by yeah. the end. No, I I agree with what you're saying. I think we we have been reviewing these individually as episodes, though. Yeah. Um. So I think this one 
feeling so different compared to all the rest just was a little um, off, you know, from from where, where my expectations were for the show going into the final episode and it just being so, so low key, kind of relaxed almost. That's, uh, that's why I'm saying I wouldn't use that to dissuade anyone from watching the show. I would simply recommend watch it either in one big chunk yeah. or maybe in two or three parts. I agree. Yeah. You know, watch you know, watch one through four, watch you know, five through seven, then eight through ten. Right? Do do it yeah. in bigger batches, and I think you'll have a a really good memorable time. No, I agree with that. So, um, um but no, uh, no, I really like this episode. I like the show. I like the season. Uh, yeah yeah it's it's not uh, it's not perfect things like uh you know Krasko always being so far behind it feels like he never really got there until he was just had it explained to him at the end yeah he had quite a sad story it never really felt like he got his win no and end with him being dealt with off camera presumably because we thought he was going to go back to the the, the facility Right, because at the end of the, his last bit of the episode, we thought him and and Heidi were going back because it both ended with like she looked at the envelope, and then and obviously it turns out she was actually thinking of going to see, uh, it was making her think of Walter and his mum, and that's yeah. where she went. But you know, he he left and it left his chair spinning, and I, I wonder if that was maybe that was his happy ending. Is he, he's just leaving this job? You know, he's realised that this is not fulfilling. <laughs> just just putting these uh, complaints in through. Retrospect. It, it kind of is it's his escape and it's you know we know he was about to be dealt with from yeah. upper management in a very sinister way that it's it's kind of no he he's getting out he's kind of going to still be himself and alive depending on how far they went oh you thought they were going to kill him <laughs> I, I thought it was a possibility i think no <laughs> my, my first suggestion was no they're going to use the drug on him and just you know ah. wipe his memory from it but yeah it wasn't out of the realms of possibility, I don't think. Looking back at that final shot of him leaving his chair, though, I feel like no, he's just he's away. He's he's, he's got I out. Agree. He's no, got I out agree. to be something more important than a cog. Yeah, because that, that was what he, that, you know that's what his life was. He hated it. He hated it. He was just a cog in the machine. Yeah. So he's off to do something else. Who knows what he's doing? He's he's off um, painting in the hillsides or something. No, he's know. being a detective. Oh yeah, he's a detective. Yeah, maybe he got a, th- a first for it. He's like, no, I, I liked investigating this. So I want to investigate. Yeah, he's in the police academy. He's a, he's a forty five year old in the police academy. So, it's basically the plot of the rookie starring Nathan Fillion on was it ABC? I think it's ABC. I think it was ABC. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, and you thought I was going to get to Firefly and get to Joss Whedon and get to a Buffy reference here. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I, th- I thought as soon as you brought that up, I was like, oh god, here we go. It was only when I saw the fear in your face that I thought, you know, I'm going to mention that I could have. But I didn't. Yeah. I'm right. like Heidi in the final scene. I could have went there, and I chose not to. <laughs> Remarkable restraint on your part. But you knew it was there in a possibility, which makes <laughs> you like Waller. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> oh well. <laughs> Pretty good show overall, though. Probably the best Amazon show that I've seen. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I think I think it's this and then the tick or my. Yeah, I agree with that. I really like. Um, do you know what I like about this? I like that this was essentially a, a little, fairly low-budget experimental exercise in like directing and storytelling, and yeah. I enjoy that. I, I do not say that as a critique. One of my one of my favorite things about Christopher Nolan's is his first student film, or well, it wasn't his first student film, but his, his first full film, which was essentially a bona fide student movie. Uh, following is really rough and low-budget and just inventive, though, and it's like, oh, what what, can, what did he do with no money? 
Mm. I, I, you know, I see over and over again what you can do with two hundred million dollars. I want to see what you can do with nothing. Yeah, when it's just on pure talent. And that, that's what I felt. Like. I felt this was this was Sam Esmail experiment with the direct, and I felt like the writers were experimenting with their half yeah, hour cause, format. Because and... Esmail never experiments in Mister Robot, does he? I never said that. I've, I've seen <laughs> he's a man who likes to experiment. He's a mad scientist. He is. In fact, we started the last review, but he's a madman. He is. He 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 is a a crazy man who really loves aspect ratios almost as much as you. In fact, I, I should probably on the next Mister Robot poster right when season four is like drumming up because they're not shooting it yet because he confirmed that on Twitter this week and I was really upset. Oh man, it's that far away. <laughs> they're still not shooting, so it's probably it's going to be fall twenty nineteen, which is really upsetting. <laughs> right, it's like two years. Since the last season, I know. But it's going to be the biggest, baddest, boldest season. On the poster for season four, though, right, I want them to quote Speed, the movie Speed. There's a quote from Speed that I think is perfect for this. I just want it to be Mr. Robot, season four, directed by Sam Esmail. And at the bottom, <laughs> you're at the whim of a madman. Because that's what I feel like when I'm watching Sam Esmail directed stuff. I'm at the whim of a madman. Yeah. Yeah. So Definitely at a point now, though, where... If he's directing it, I'm interested. Oh yeah, kind of doesn't really matter what it is. Oh yeah, whatever he's doing after Mister Robot, I'm in. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, but the exception of maybe a musical, that'll maybe I'll hard out a musical. No, you won't. You'll still have to experience it. You'll have <laughs> to see what he does with a musical. I know. I know. I was getting shit on Twitter this week for uh, being anti-musical in regards to the Lion King trailer, but I'll also save my thoughts. Because we're going to do trailer talk uh, middle of next week, and we'll be talking about it then. So I'll just I'll leave it for then. But I'll just say this: Mufasa had it coming. Anyway, uh, so this <laughs> this has been Homecoming's finale. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, why are you watching a finale review? It's weird. But if you if you have just listened to our thoughts, go back and watch it. It's good. And uh, like and subscribe all that stuff. If you want to support the channel and the show and everything we do here, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV, and you can do it over there do you know what actually thinking about it this drug would be handy for getting to rewatch some of your favorite tv shows like wiping it for oh, your mind man, yeah and then just going back and watching it from the start again imagine wiping mr robot yeah mr robot lost um anything like a mr twin peaks mm. <laughs> the big mm. one like that's it i'm looking forward to doing a rewatch of twin peaks knowing everything because i've not done that yet <laughs> yeah you gotta do that first then you can wipe yourself yes 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 uh, but yeah so yeah thank you very much for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching TV guys have you got any vanilla so there's a post credit scene and Audrey, which is the, you know, Colin's receptionist, which name I remember because we just watched the scene literally right now. Uh, and she... And also we just mentioned Twin Peaks. That's true. We did just mention Twin Peaks. And Colin is signing his, his you know, his, his statement and he's like, you know, I'm a team his player here. Yeah. yeah. I'm a team player. Will, will that be kept in bed? And she's like, yes. She looks well, very well, nervous no, no. though. I really want to talk about the, the, the wording of that there. Oh, go on. He says, you know... Um, Tell you know, tell Geist you know I'm doing this. Will, will Geist know that that I'm doing this? Will he remember this? Mm. And she says, "We will remember this. We will keep that in mind." That was his exact phrase. Keep that in mind. But it was we, not not he will. It was it was we. Mm. Thought it was interesting. Yeah, and he leaves the room. It's all very somber, and she looks very nervous. And then she pulls out 
something out of her out of her bag, and yeah, it's... She, she starts shaking a little bit, and it's a vial, a vial, a vial of presumably the homecoming drug, and but she she puts it on her wrist. It's like a little, you know, little. Yeah, it says for lab use only, and it just like dabs onto her wrist. Yeah, um, implying that she will be forgetting this, almost as if she's not actually had a promotion. She's just been told to play this out and then wipe herself, <laughs> so yeah. that she won't know about it. Um, maybe it also ties into what he said about management using this for for reasons. Could be, yeah. Do you know what? This is the only scene that implies to me there could be a season two. Yeah. Well, that and maybe we could follow more of the threat on Carrasco. We could. Maybe maybe Carrasco would be like the main character in season two, I don't know. But yeah. that, that's to me this feels like oh there's a lot more story here, maybe. <laughs> What's going on? It does, doesn't it? I I'm in, you know, my mind was wondering is like is is somehow Geist almost controlling her? You know, you know the way mm. she says, you know, we as if like she has the authority to say that on behalf of him, like, you know, I am him almost. Well, you're thinking uh, he's actually controlling her, like, like, I don't, like management's insider right now controlling her. No, not not quite that. Yeah, I wasn't getting hopefully. that. No, 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 no. More, she, she more was too in... scared about it. Like to me, this was more she was under orders because she was nervous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking more like extreme manipulation, mm. that, like you know, like that is like mental suggestion sort of stuff. Yeah. Now it could just be a neat little Easter egg. That's like, hey, this is implying what they're using the drug for now, and that could be it. That could be it. what we leave it at, and that's fine. Uh, but I could also see story potential for more stuff here, should they want to do more seasons. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was only, you know, what, a minute long? Yeah. But very, mo- very moody scene. You know, after after he leaves and she's sat there staring after she dabs her wrist. You said you wanted to throw her back. I did. That's, and, that's, and that's what's is. kind of, you know, unnerving. It was like, oh, there's, there's, there's things going on. Yeah, there it is. Creepiness. Things happening. Collins a dick. I thought she was going to give him the finger when, she turned, when he turned around. That's what I was expecting. 